This is Animals Voice Podcast, presented by the Ontario SPCA with close to 50 communities working together for animal welfare. We've got another great show for you on the way, so put your paws up, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, Callie Milliman here, and you are joining us for another episode of Animals Voice Podcast. Today's topic is all about pet insurance, and I am joined today by Dr. Magdalena Smerdell, and she is our Chief Veterinary Officer here at the Ontario SPCA. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Callie. It's great to be here. You know what? We get the question a lot about pet insurance, so I'm glad we have the opportunity to sit down and chat with you. Obviously, we have adopters and members of the public coming into our animal centers every day, um, and they often have uh, a few questions to ask. So I think where we'd like to sort of jump off today is how often does a pet have to visit the vet in their lifetime? I think that's sort of where we start from. That's a great question, Callie, and it really depends on how old um, your pet is. And so obviously kittens and puppies are going to start out with frequent visits, and that's something that our audience can check with their own veterinarian about for guidance. Kittens and puppies need vaccines on a regular basis for the first few months, and they usually need to get a spay and neuter procedure. And uh, beyond that, unless there's complications, that's usually pretty much it for the really young young ones. And then as they get a little older, we usually recommend um, generally, and again, folks should talk to their veterinarians for guidance, because specific breeds, specific animals may need more frequent visits. Okay. But most, most adults are going to need an annual visit. And, um, and then as they start to get a little older, and are sort of moving into that senior pet stage, folks are usually recommended to maybe go twice a year, um, maybe get some uh, senior uh, geriatric uh, blood screens, that kind of thing, because you want to catch things before they start to become a problem. Okay, those yeah. are great. That's really great to know. And I think it just made me think of our Got a Pet, Get a Vet campaign that we have. And really, yeah. the whole point of that campaign is to establish a relationship with your vet, because you're going to be seeing them often through your pet's life. So it's best yeah. to get that started early. So what happens if uh, someone has a pet that perhaps they can't care for, they can't maybe afford to take it to the vet, and maybe they don't have pet insurance? In that instance, unfortunately, people find themselves in a situation where the animal's health might deteriorate and they didn't actually know that there was an issue because they hadn't been going regularly and the veterinarian didn't have an opportunity to catch something before it got clinical and more serious, then they might run into an issue of, oh dear, now we're into a serious situation and I don't have the money for this, um, or I wish I'd caught this sooner kind of thing. And there might be more costly interventions required at this point. Um, and then in some sad instances, folks simply can't afford it. And sometimes they find their way to our animal centers to surrender their beloved pet, which is really unfortunate. You know what, we were chatting recently, actually, our viewers might remember a recent podcast we did with Robin Kuchma, who mm -hmm. I know you know, uh, yeah. she uh, is from Brant County SPCA, and we were chatting with her about Pets for Life. Yeah. We're not quite there yet, but we're still, we're moving in that direction. And maybe that's where um, that will become a really great support for the types of folks we're talking about here. 
I agree, Callie. I'm just thinking of all the opportunities that we could offer, uh, resources, advice, guidance, not diagnosis or anything like that, but certainly different types of support. Um, So no one should ever feel completely unsupported, even if they don't have the money or pet insurance to take care of themselves and their pets. Okay. Yeah. So when we're starting to think about pet insurance and maybe we've got some folks who are listening and thinking, should I get pet insurance? What are a few instances that you um, would say, you know, a pet owner could be assisted by pet insurance? Well, I can tell a little story of my own if you want to hear it. Um, I have several pets at home and one of my boys, one of my male cats um, was a very, we've lost him since, but he was a very outgoing cat and all my cats were indoors. And unfortunately, one day when I was having duct work done to clean the fur out of my ducts, um, he snuck out, even though the folks knew that... uh, to watch out for him. And he ran away and it took us uh, posters and whatnot. It probably took us about a week to get him back. And we did. So we were very lucky because he could have been hit by a car. He could have been attacked by a wild animal. There are all sorts of things, or he could have been, uh, well, he could have, it could have been a good story and somebody took him home and kept him, but, uh, (laughs) but it wouldn't be happy for us. But the, um, the thing was that he came home in one piece. However, uh, the next day I noticed him limping. And so I realized when I looked more closely, he'd actually gotten bitten. So I think he got into a an argument with another yes. cat in the street and um, while he was out on his travels. And so he did need some veterinary care, some antibiotics and so forth. But it could have been a lot worse. Um, there's all kinds of stories where people open the door The dog runs out the door, and next thing, the beloved pet has been hit by a car, attacked by a wild animal. There's Mm -hmm. all sorts of things that can happen, even in urban environments. And so those are the kinds of things that it could be anything from just needing antibiotics to several serious surgeries and extensive rehabilitation, which can be really costly. Those are some scenarios that come to mind. Absolutely. So when do you recommend then that a pet owner gets insurance for their pet? I think that getting pet insurance could be a benefit at any time of the pet's life. It doesn't just have to be when you first got your pet or when the pet is young and doesn't have any health issues. Uh, I think that there's a lot of value even with an older pet. Uh, The insurance companies make accommodations for pre-existing conditions, and there's always different packages that people can find will suit their needs and their pet's needs. And I think that's great to point out too about different packages. And mm-hmm. I think um, it's important for folks to do their research and and take a look at different pet insurance companies and, and start to do some digging and reading and, and get some pet insurance for your pet. Now, why should pet owners consider getting pet insurance? Well, for all the reasons we have already covered, which is... Uh, you know, having the funding, knowing that there's money there, you don't have to worry, oh my goodness, if something happens, I don't actually have the money sitting in my bank account. And another reason I'm thinking about from a veterinary perspective, if I'm a veterinarian working with an owner, it gives me peace of mind as well to know that that owner is not focused just on what's it going to cost, looking at the different options and maybe always picking the most conservative and least expensive, but maybe not as effective option, um, that, that it gives me peace of mind as a veterinarian as well. And then that person doesn't have to focus on just the money. Mm -hmm. They can just focus on their animal getting better, on their pet getting better. 
At the end of the day, emergencies happen and it's best to be prepared. Absolutely. I agree with that for sure. Thank you so very much for joining us today, providing us some great insight and information and the importance of pet insurance. Um, We appreciate you joining us. Thanks, Callie. It was great to be here. Everybody, make sure you stay tuned with our podcasts. We want you back to listen, get more stories, get more information. Make sure you subscribe. Check us out on iTunes. And we'll see you next time for another great episode of Animals Voice Podcast. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Animals Voice Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at our website, ontariospca.ca. Animals Voice Podcast is a production of the Ontario SPCA, The Society would like to thank all of our supporters. Together, we are the Animal's Voice.